Chapter 12, Social Justice Working. When people have a strong sense of calling to work, there is often also a strong sense of working for justice, for a better life, for those they work for or with. This might be obvious in areas like social or aid work, or it might be subtler, such as working voluntarily with a union or employer group alongside their normal work. People with a social justice streak are often very passionate about the causes they get involved in. Social justice working is an expression of compassion, focusing on bringing God's justice to bear on work activities. It is also an expression of shalom, a Hebrew word weakly translated as peace, but it means so much more. It is about bringing about completeness, well-being, and harmony. Social justice working focuses on the way things could and should be, the way things would be in all their fullness. This especially relates to working relationships and work structures. The Biblical Basis for Social Justice Working Many Christians interested in justice know Micah chapter 6 verse 8 well where the Lord explains that he is not as pleased by sacrifices as by those who, quote, act justly and love mercy and walk humbly with your God. The rest of the passage describes unjust practices that displease God, including ill-gotten gains, dishonest scales in the marketplace, false weights and deceitful talk. This theme of workplace practices criticised by God continues in Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 6 to 20. Here the passage includes stolen goods, extortion, waste of people's labour, exploitation for gratification, or anything which impoverishes or causes violence to others. Social justice working takes up the call of Habakkuk to bring justice and thus fill the earth, quote, with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's in chapter 2 of Habakkuk, verse 14. Jesus himself was filled with compassion. Matthew describes an occasion when he longed to withdraw to mourn the death of his friend and relative John the Baptist, but when the crowds gathered, he was moved to stop and heal the sick. In John 11, when confronted by Mary and Martha's grief on the death of their brother Lazarus, Jesus wept. His response caused others to note the love he had for their family. We see Jesus' concern for justice in his anger at the Pharisees' hypocritical behaviour that leads believers astray. That's in Matthew chapter 23. Most publicly, he overturned the tables at the temple, aggravated by how women and Gentiles had their worship space occupied by those who sought to profit from the poor. That's in Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 to 17. In Acts chapter 22, verses 22 to 29, Paul used the law to his advantage when he claimed his rights as a Roman citizen to avoid being whipped and to receive a proper trial. Our astute understanding of government rules and regulations will allow us to maximise our effectiveness as Christians. 
although our priority should be on easing the burdens on others, as Paul did when he returned Onesimus, the runaway slave, to his owner, advocating on his behalf. See the very short book of Philemon for more details on that. The letter of James is great inspiration to anyone concerned about issues of equity and justice. James was firm that good practices originate within the church and warned against favoritism. Instead, he sought for all to follow God's commandments in authentically loving our neighbours and colleagues. The Behaviours That Demonstrate Social Justice Working In practising this spiritual discipline, here are simple behaviours we can demonstrate in the workplace. Firstly, we can strive for workplace reform to ease the burden on vulnerable workers or vulnerable consumers or suppliers. Secondly, we can advocate for equal opportunity. And thirdly, we can seek to express compassion in the workplace. Examples of social justice working. John Beckett founded an Australian called SEED, whose tagline is Discover Purpose, Create Change. His mission is to help people act for justice in the context of their ordinary jobs. He says, Our belief is that what God wants from people in response to the good news of Jesus is a way of life, not a way of thinking. The way we think is extremely important, but primarily because it shapes the way we live. We wanted to help people and organisations to imagine, design and create a different future and be agents for positive change in the communities, workplaces and cultures where God has placed them. Seed is seeking to be a community of people who are part of God's solution. We are seeking to be a community of people who meet injustice with justice, brokenness with healing, darkness with light. We want to challenge assumptions about the way life should be. We'll be for the poor, marginalised and oppressed, because that's what Jesus was like. We won't be engaging with culture to protect our own interests, but rather to seek the good of society. We won't be seeking power, but we recognise its inevitable presence. So when we engage with power, we'll be seeking to use its influence for the good of others. Another inspiring example is from businessman and consultant John Escoto, who assessed business practices in the Philippines and listed all those that were unjust. His story is told in an Advent reflection titled A View from the Ground. This is an abbreviated version of the unjust practices he discovered. Firstly, labourers' rights to minimum wages are thwarted excessively and continuously through the use of employment agencies or the justification that workers get free board and or lodging. Secondly, labourers' hopes for change in unjust working conditions are dampened by unions that are overly sympathetic to management. Thirdly, labourers lose out in the end because of abusive labour leaders. Fourthly, owners' rights to full disclosure and a fair return on their investments are consistently deprioritised. Fifthly, the environment is abused by starving, marginalised groups or by never-satisfied capitalists. 
Sixthly, host communities are bled by institutions yet abandoned for better locations at early signs of decreasing profitability or inadequate budgets. Seventhly, big suppliers are paid on time while small suppliers are deprioritized. Eighthly, products that are unsafe or unnecessary are falsely advertised, glamorized and allowed to proliferate in the market. Ninthly, competition is so keen that competitors resort to below-the-belt tactics and unethical practices. And finally, people in authority, both public and private, take advantage of their power to push whomever they can victimise to the limits. In response, Escoto formed a blueprint which he called a Great Commandment Company, modelling right relationships with employees, customers, suppliers, managers, the board and host communities. Let's pray. Lord of justice and truth, we are conscious of your passion for justice, truth, peace and wholeness. Help us to see ways we can weave justice into our activities at work. Help us to be conscious of the ways our working might be exploitative, harmful or unfair, and to have the courage to change what we can. Help us to see how work structures can perpetuate inequity, discrimination and hurt, and to have the courage to change what we can. Help us to see our workplace and our colleagues through your eyes of compassion. Give us energy, enthusiasm and persistence to fight for your justice. Amen. Let's take it further. Firstly, what areas of your working have practices that might be considered unjust? Are there areas of inequity against which you've been inspired to act against or speak up about? Secondly, how can you develop the discipline of social justice in your working? Is there a group or cause you can advocate for? Is there a way to introduce more compassionate practices? Thirdly, look at Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 6 to 20 that are referred to in the chapter. How many of these practices and behaviours are represented in or through your workplace? What needs to change? And finally, John Escoto has formed a blueprint for a great commandment company that more faithfully represents the way God prefers business to be conducted with fair consideration to all stakeholders, workers, business owners, suppliers, customers or clients and shareholders. Think of the organisation that you work for and imagine how it could more effectively reflect God's character and the needs of all stakeholders. <music>